This podcast is brought to you by Audible. Visit audibletrial.com slash CSR to download your free audiobook. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash CSR for a free audiobook. And by The Country Squire. Visit thecountrysquireonline.com to discover custom pipes, handcrafted blends, and unparalleled customer service. Thecountrysquireonline.com. We thank them for their support of this show, and we thank you for supporting them. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. Hey, Bo. Good evening, man. Man, good evening to you, sir. How are you doing tonight? You know, I'm pretty good. Uh, I was kind of grumpy earlier, but, uh, you know, I'm kind of working my way out of it. My my uh, my pipe is uh, particularly helping me with this. I've got a brand new uh, Lane Era Sheraton what? that was given to me for Christmas. And, what? Uh, just a great little find. Yeah, it's probably a... Probably a nineteen early nineteen sixties pipe. Wow! So, yeah, pretty sweet, man. Smoking some Valen fourteen out of it, but uh, nothing like a good pipe to uh, pull you out of your funk, man. So okay, you say it's a gift. Who gave that to you? Yeah. So the owner of this shop actually mm. gave this to me. Kim uh, was just kind enough to we had this in the shop, and she was like, you know what, that's going to be yours. So, <laughs> so there it is. That's good. <laughs> Found a good home for it. Yeah, man. I've kind of I don't know. There's after. After New Orleans, uh, you know, our pipe show adventure that we had the pleasure of going to, I, I just really got more into, uh, I picked up a couple of pipes down there, but that one uh, Lane era Sheraton that I got down there to match the one I already had, and I've picked up a few more since then. I, I don't know. I think I think I might just be one of those guys that, that goes around looking for them. All right. Fair so, enough. Yeah. I mean, the, I'm okay the, with it. The uh, collecting mindset is, uh, you know, obviously something that a lot of pipe uh, pipe enthusiasts can understand and appreciate. Well, pipe people, we like knickknacks. Like we like, and we like, we like to have things. We like to have all the things. Right. All the things. Right. I want them. Well, no. And, and I want them in order and I want them on a spreadsheet. Hunting for what's right is a good thing, especially this time of year. In fact, our, uh, what we'll be talking about this episode is kind of uh, some great Christmas blends and yep. such. Uh, but before we do that, we got to mention a couple of things. First off, of course, uh, we have got a bit of a contest going on. We do. That's right. So right now, if you are listening to this podcast, we really appreciate you for doing so. But we also want to let you know that we've got a YouTube channel. Uh, actually, if you go to CountrySquireRadio.com and click on the YouTube link, you can subscribe to this channel. Now, once you do that, head over to Twitter and let us know, let everyone know that you've uh, subscribed to the channel. That'll let us know that you have, in fact, done so. And put your name in the running to win two ounces of Country Squire tobacco. Ow! That's right. These are uh, custom blends. Depending on which blend, I guess, you choose, they were made by... Only found here. and Yeah, and, and, and made by me or either uh, one of our founders years ago. Right. So, it, so that's, that's right. right. Like I mean, For the most part, everything that is up behind us as we record yeah. this podcast is all... Uh, created by you or one of the founders, with very rare exceptions. That's right. That's the exactly. rare exceptions typically going to be people who are actually shoppers or part of the the community. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Which is a lot of fun. We like that too. Yeah, I like that. I but like yeah, the history. The, aspect the, the good it. thing is, if you enter the contest, you know, and 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 again, they have to uh, subscribe to the YouTube subscribe. page and then let us know. Is that is that right? That's correct. Yeah. Okay. Let us know through Twitter specifically. Let us know through Twitter, and and you get uh, two ounces of Country Squire tobacco shipped to you free of charge. 
Uh, and you can pick whatever two ounces you'd like. Um, you know, so if you want to mix and match, that's great. Well, you know, the, the beautiful thing is, you know, this time of year is so special. I mean, it's getting cold outside. For many of us, we have been anticipating this season for a very, very long time. Our inner child is rejoicing. And of course, I'm referring to the fact that Star Wars right. will be out in theater. <laughs> Obviously. In right. just a few uh in just a few weeks. It man. just happens to be Christmas, but we're really talking about Star Wars. Look, can I can we talk about Star Wars for yeah. just a second? No, here? it's okay. It, it, yeah, yeah. Let's take this will be the first episode in forever <laughs> that we've talked about Star Wars, right? right? right like, right. It, I, I think our listeners will forgive us. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's here's something that I'm starting to realize more and more. So everywhere you go right now, mm-hmm. you you cannot be unaware of the fact that there's a new Star Wars movie because the marketing for this thing and kind of the uh, uh, what do you call it when um, the licensing that kind of goes into the yeah. marketing campaign. That you, yeah, sure. I was walking this morning in the grocery store with my daughter, and we were going to get some tofu. And I'll, you know, you go to, in order to get the tofu. Hold on. What? I know. Hey, hey, now. Wait, are you feeding it to your dog or what? Like, it, <laughs> okay. do you use the right. tofu to, like, <laughs> prop up your, like, the low end of your coffee table? Look, look, or? Let, me, let me be specific. I am a, I am a meat connoisseur. I, I enjoy a good steak. But I also kind of like tofu. I mean, it's, tofu is not a bad thing. It, Keep going. Use a pan. All right. Anyway, uh, so we're walking through, and of course, in order to get the tofu, you have to go through the whole segment of like the organically grown rice chips and, and everything else. <laughs> I found some brand of of organic like potato chips that, were, of course, were not made from potatoes. You understand? I don't understand. Anyway, okay. I yeah, know you right. don't understand the no, entire aisle. No, though, correct. Is it? <laughs> yeah, correct. All right, but here's the weird thing. I'm walking by this. I see this like no name brand with these organic, not potato chips, with like a freaking Sith Lord on the side of it. Yeah, could you imagine Darth Vader <laughs> eating green? Like th- this is a this is a man who's like three quarters machine, like, and he's like, I, I only have free range beef. Like, <laughs> Are you kidding me? Like you're you're a you're a cyborg. My tauntauns must be free range and wholly organic with no steroids additives. Yeah, or whatever. <laughs> right. Low carbon footprint. I don't know. I mean, yeah, that's it, it's it's prolific though. The the marketing for it has been awesome. And you know, I'm out of pop culture. I don't I don't follow. Uh, I, unlike Bo, I don't watch uh, straight ETV on. Uh, you know, I do not do that. On, that on, is twenty four hour inaccurate. But uh, you know, yeah, I just I, I've been out of the loop. But you have noticed a lot of the Star Wars stuff, and um, I'm excited, man. Yeah, I really am. It's going to be a fun time, and you know, we've we've teased out before about this idea of doing like a Star Wars blend, you know, or or like specifically when I say we, I don't mean you and me. I actually mean like. You who's listening to this as well, you're included in this. The idea of like a community-driven Star Wars blend. We could, I mean, we we could we could entertain that. I just, I, I got to figure out the venue. Like, what's the avenue for? Could we do like an event? I mean, I know that we do the show live. But yeah. What if we almost did like a, a big meetup type of like Google Hangout or or something? Or we just kind of have a round robin like table Maybe. about kind of how we do this. I mean, or even I, like a chat room going or something like that. I could just put Latakia in another jar and label it Death Star. Could or, be. Or, you know. I, I feel I feel that... The, I, I think Dagobah's got to have like Perique in it. Sure, 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 sure. You know. But I think I think it has to... I mean, I, I like the idea of like getting a lot of people involved in it. And, you know, I'm not a fan of design by committee by any stretch of the imagination. But at the same time, I... I just I know that there's a lot <laughs> yeah. of people who've sent in a lot of ideas regarding, you know, kind of a Star Wars inspired blend. And so I just think it'd be really cool. I don't know. We'll we'll continue to kind of think about that. We'll and massage that. Out the, the, the great thing is we have three opportunities at this, right? 
I mean, it isn't. Aren't, aren't there three movies in the? <laughs> Dude, there are way more than three. You got the three movies that are coming out, which is what you're referring to. Right, but right. They also have like all these side. There's going to be like a Han Solo movie, and there's really? a there's one called. Um, I think it's Rogue One, which is uh, going to be based off of the the crew, uh, the team that found the Death Star plans. When that is got Harrison Ford just going to be like deuces? I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> like I I'm gonna know. go grab my nearest you know pipe and just load up on. I got to get this late in life money. That's what I got to do. Apparently, maybe gotta, he's trying to atone for something. I need my my kids. I spend it all. <laughs> I have a gambling problem, John David. Is that how Harrison Ford talks? <laughs> have you not heard him lately? I guess I that don't is know. exactly how Harrison Ford. Maybe talks. Maybe he's been smoking a pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Wait, man. This uh, aside from being the season of Star Wars, it is of course the season of Christmas. And uh, that's right. One of the things that you like to do when you get ready for Christmas, of course, you're getting out your garland, you're getting out your lights, you're getting out uh, whatever whatever holiday apparel you have that you want to celebrate and uh, and deck the halls with. But of course, if you know if, if you're tuning in this, to this podcast, chances are you're a pipe smoker. You are a pipe smoker. Chances and are. you are probably interested in uh some some Christmas holiday blend. Yes sir. And, and, and there's a there's a plethora of them out there. And we thought we'd just take this episode to kind of highlight a few uh, because there, there are a lot out there. There, there are several to choose from. Uh, they're all very different. They're all very different, and they're not for everybody. Each, each different one. You know, you're like, oh, I'm just gonna smoke all these. Like, well, you know, if you like English blends, you probably won't like any of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Now, you, you say there's a lot of them out there, but I mean, honestly, isn't there only one Christmas blend? Okay, we l- let's be honest. We all love Christmas cheer. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that's a thing. As a McClellan fanboy, which I've been pegged as recently, a McClellan fanboy. Fair and assessment. I, look, I mean, I, you know, I, I'd rather be a McClellan fanboy than a Apple fanboy or a, you know, a, a any other kind. I mean, I don't know. But what what better thing is there be a to be a fanboy of other than just exquisite pipe tobacco? No, no. Look, I'm I'm right there with you. I, I, I don't know. Great. I mean, bring bring hashtag ketchup, hashtag vinegar, vinegar, hashtag hashtag McClellan. I hate to do this because I feel like this would insult McClellan. But if if McClellan was we're just, we're the fawning Apple, over them. I think it's okay. Then who would be the Android? I don't know. I don't know. I kind of. I With the understanding it. that I actually am full on team Android, you would be more Android, absolutely. But that'd be like uh, it'd kind of be making fun of the Android. Oh, don't you dare! I'm just saying. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> Christmas, <laughs> Christmas blends. You know, it, it's interesting. We've talked about McClellan's Christmas cheer before on the show, and, and it's such a popular blend. We 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 love it. And and as you know, if you are a long time listener, I like to buy the can of Christmas cheer uh, of of that year. Uh, so this year I bought 2015. I put it back, and then I opened 2014. And and the Christmas cheer always has just a really distinct uh, Virginia, perhaps a little Perique, but almost always a just a real distinct Virginia emphasis. And so uh, it ages so well. It's a broken flake. They press the stuff. It's typically very oily, very fragrant, aromatic. Uh, and, and, and when you put it back for an additional year after you purchase the stuff, like mm. it just gets that, that much better. So, uh, yeah, this year, uh, you know, Christmas cheer is the first tobacco we'll talk about. And, um, like I mentioned, they, they go around McClellan's really interesting how they do this. They are looking for small batch, uh, tobacco crops, uh, and, and they put it back for a variety of years and until they get ready to make a blend with this stuff and they'll, you know, either fire cure it or, uh, you know, flu cured or what, mm. however they do it, but then it becomes a blend down the road. And so the, because they look for small batch stuff and because the recipe changes every single year, they don't have to worry about it being consistent. And so what they get to do is they get to pick like the best of the best of the sure, best sure. of every year. 
without having to worry about, you know, replicating it the following year. That's so cool. Which is just a great concept. Yeah, so yeah. uh anyway, it, you know, it's interesting like the 2014 Christmas cheer. Uh it was a, it was a lot more mellow, just a lot more uh this is me speaking, but uh, a lot more mellow, uh more subtle flavors. Um, so, and again, this is 2014 that you just recently smoked. Yeah, that I just recently because, opened yeah, yeah, yeah. because I just bought 2015. Right, right. I did happen to have a bowl of 2015 because someone gave me a bowl uh, the other day. So I'm confused though. I mean, think about it this way. You're a tobacconist. Right. You need to educate the folks on what it is they're buying. I, have you Have you not smoked this year's no, no, Christmas cheer? That's what I'm saying. I, okay, I, smoked, okay, I smoked one bowl that someone gave me. Okay. But like, all right, right. Yeah. I'm just, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not. So you actually have the comparative because, like, you know, you smoked yeah. 2014 in 2014 as well as now, and so right. when you recommend wait a year, that is by experience. Yeah, no, I would say so. That's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And and I, and I, I really like 2015. I think you know it, now I've just had one bowl of this. Like I'm probably going to open another ten, just pop the top and go after it because it's just irresistible to me. I just, right, right, I'm right. just a Virginia nut, but uh, and a McClellan nut. But it's one of those things where you know y- you can taste immediately. The sharpness of it, the citrus flavor, uh, the the rich oils that are there. It, this 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 particular vintage of this year, the 2015 Christmas cheer, I think it's going to be something special. Interesting, I, I really do. They actually, uh, according to McClellan, straight from the horse's mouth, they this is a 2011 crop of Virginias uh, picked when it was at the peak of its ripeness, and so you got to think these these tobaccos have been sitting back for four years already. And then they make a pipe tobacco out of it, you know, after, you know, pressing and uh, blending and aging mm, and all mm. this stuff. So uh, it's just really, I don't know. I, I, I think this year is going to be a, a great vintage. Now, you mentioned that it ages really well. Is that, would you say that that is specifically the Virginia in it that ages really well or are many, really kind of the whole concoction? For, for me, Virginia's really, really non-aromatics in general age particularly well. But, but Virginia's do uh, because that that vinegar and the the natural oils in there just it, it, having a little time on it just really tends to mellow it out mm. and and then when you com- when you also combine that with the pressing process where you know you're you're mashing these leaves together making the oils bleed into each other and the the leaves bleed into each other um, the marrying process, I think, helps Virginia's probably more than any other tobacco. Mm. Uh, and and Perique as well. It helps Perique uh, extraordinarily because Perique is, is so wet. Uh, you know, as it bleeds into other tobaccos, it really uh, just gives it a lot more balance, I think. When you break into the 2015 bowl, can you can you save a little, put a little side for me? Do you, do you want me to live tweet it? Well, I just, want- here's what I, that would be awesome. But no, I actually, what, what I'd like to do is I'd, I'd like to join you in kind of the comparison year to year. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, I just, I'd, I'd love to try it. We'll do it. But what else we got? I mean, of course that's, that's the, uh, the Christmas blend that, that at this point everybody knows, but, um, Absolutely. what else should I be stuffing my stocking with? A couple other options that I think are worth looking at. Uh, and again, you know, Christmas blends are, are all over. There's several, uh, you know, companies that have them and, and shops that have them as well. Um, but I, next I'll mention Peterson holiday season. Uh, Peterson every year comes out with holiday season. Uh, it's going to be a little more. Uh, you know, g- generic uh, as far as a tobacco, they're going to go with an aromatic, uh, typically something that's uh, more on the syrupy side. Hmm. Uh, and so it's 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 a good counterbalance to the Christmas cheer. Uh, now, McClellan also has the holiday spirit, which is always an aromatic. But, you know, this is Peterson, so they're going to make an aromatic tobacco. Uh, it's got, you know, lots and lots of flavor, typically, you know, lots of casing. 
Uh, this year's was actually a berry flavor, and it and when you opened the tin and smelled it, it was just exquisite. I tell you, uh, it reminded me a lot of our Blue Ribbon that we sell here at the Country really? Squire. Yeah, huh. so uh, Blue Ribbon at the Squire being a blackberry flavor, and it's one of those that, um, yeah, it just it just had a lot of natural. Uh, you know, fruit flavor to it that I thought was nice. It also uh, was described as having cognac uh, and uh, obviously some black Cavendish and Virginia and Burley uh, that uh, I think would have some vanilla components to it as well. But, it's an interesting um, selection for, for, for the holidays. Yeah, yeah. I think Peterson really does that pretty good, you yeah. know, uh, for their tobaccos. They, they like to come out with, uh, you know, things that are going to have just a whole lot of ingredients in them, but you tend to get one thing overall. And I think in this year's it was more berry. Last year it was kind of a chocolate uh, cocoa thing in their in their Christmas mm-hmm. blend. So uh, real good. Uh, out of the tins, kind of dry, uh, which is you know what what Peterson is kind of known for in their tin tobaccos, and so a little dry. But um, you know with with some moisture, typically you know I'll kind of uh, let mine sit maybe with a pouch moistener in it for a little while, a little while, and it'll. It'll soften up. Uh, it, it, it's funny because it's a heavily cased tobacco, uh, but it's dry in a tin. And so, but it's like when you light it on fire, this stuff becomes this kind of a kind of a lava mixture. I don't huh. know. It's interesting. Okay. So, so they can tend to burn a little hot. But if you're an aromatic smoker uh, and you like Peterson tobaccos, I think it's definitely something worth worth checking out. Very cool. Yeah. Okay. It's nice, uh, particularly if you like something that's berry flavored as well. Um, smoke again, it slowly. Smoke different, it slowly. Different every single year. Yeah, different every year. Yeah. Uh, and they always have holiday season. This year is uh, holiday season 2015. Uh, it's got kind of a kind of a muted uh, gray color on the tin. Just real, real handsome packaging, and uh, it comes in a big tin. I think it's 100 grams. All right. Yep. Uh, finally, uh, we have Cornell and Deal Golden Days of Yore. Now, I like... Oh, man, that's a good name. I like what Cornell and Deal does, okay? They've done this for years, and and they take every Christmas uh, a classic Christmas carol or Christmas song. Yeah, yeah. And they name their tobacco after that. Do they, they go through every single line of the song? Because uh, golden no. days of yore, once more. What is, what song, <laughs> I'm trying to remember the... What song am I singing? I don't even know. Um... That's the thing. Like last year's was uh, We Three Kings, and the years ago, the the twenty thirteen. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Sorry, it just hit was. Me. Is that, that it? That's what is it that is. That it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, the the year before that was uh, We Won't Go Till We Get Some, which is from the figgy right, pudding thing. Right. That's right? good. Right. I'm, I'm assuming there was a very figgy. Uh, uh, flavor it, it, yeah, one. it was actually mostly raisins that year. Which <laughs> that, they actually made a raisin flavored tobacco. Like amazing. legit. I mean, it, it, it. They said it. the The description was it accents the raisin flavor, and I'm like, I, you know, I mean, more power I love to it. you. That's great. I, you know, and then the year before that, we had. Uh, Not from, everybody has your palate, man. It's great that they spoke. They spoke to the common man. No, that's great. Yeah, as a common man, I appreciate that. No, no. I mean, it, it's if you want to open a jar and say they all smell like raisins, that's great. No, uh, you know, but yeah, and the year before that was chestnuts roasting, which I thought was nice. But, oh, that's um, good. You know. Uh, Cornell and Deal, uh, one of again one of my favorite tobacco companies. Uh, folks, really good friend of the show. We right, love right. love the folks at Cornell and Deal. And we've commented on their marketing um, just in the past and just kind of the, some ways they've gotten creative do before. Such I love a good that. job. That's so good. Lo- love our friends over there. But um, what what they do is typically it's going to be either a uh, non aromatic or kind of a hybrid style blend. And mm-hmm. so they'll have uh, elements of you know they, these are folks that are really good at. 
uh, subtly topping tobacco flavors, uh, you know, to not give you a real clean smoke that might have a little added sweetness to it. They're really, really good at that at Cornell and Deal. And so, uh, you know, they might add a little vanilla or a little chocolate or something to it. Uh, typically, Christmas spices kind of come into play. So they'll have mm. some cinnamon, nutmeg, allspice, some of these kind of things uh, that, that come through ginger. You'll have some of that. Um, but but this year's is a, a red and yellow Virginia mixture uh, with actually dark fired burley and some Cavendish. So uh, I haven't tried this year's yet, but I'm really eager to. Uh, we had several tins of it here the other day, and I was going to get one myself, uh, but someone wanted it very badly. And as the you know small business retailer that I am, I, I wanted to sell it to them. So, yeah, oh yeah, so I, I did. It. <laughs> <laughs> so I did, but uh, but I have smelled it. It smells delicious and. Um, it's, it's one of those that, you know, if it's coming from Cornell and deal, you know, you can believe in it, but, um, yeah, typically they're going to have, uh, you know, mostly it's going to have the tone of a non-aromatic tobacco, but you will notice a topping on them, uh, or maybe kind of a hybrid blend. So it might feature like a very small amount of Latakia or some Oriental tobaccos or something like that. This year, uh, it also features some rum, which I thought was nice. Um, so anyway, worth, worth checking out. And uh, that kind of rounds out our Christmas uh, Christmas blend. Man. Extraordinaire. Some stocking stuffers right there. Well, it's something to try out. You know, McClellan Christmas Cheer, uh, the Peterson Holiday Season, and then Cornell and Deal, uh, Golden Days of Yore. And I, I think, uh, you know, it, it'd be good to, good to try them out and keep smoking the ones you like, stock up on them, maybe try to fill the cellar full, and the ones you don't like, put in your whatever jar. Have yourself a very squire Christmas. Ba-da-ba. You know, the last couple of years we've been re-releasing our 10 Days of Christmas. I don't think we're going to do it this year. Why would we do that? No, no. I feel like at this point it's like- These people have been so gracious to us. They're still (laughs) listening and we're going to do that. We're going to reward them by like destroying them. It's always a very brief, like (laughs) it's up for like a week and then I take it down off the feed. It's embarrassing. I mean, it's it's embarrassing. And like, you know, I almost feel like there should be a prize if you get all the way through it, but- I don't think we're going to do that this year. But then I was thinking, what if we did some sort of parody? What, what, what parody song could we do slash would y'all allow me to do? <laughs> Ch- yeah, man, Ch- Chestnuts Roasting on the Open Fire is, I think, one of the most ridiculous Christmas songs. If I got Tiny Tim to record, if I came up here and got Tiny Tim <laughs> to record something. No. Even if it was just like, um, you know. God bless us, everyone. <laughs> Could you imagine him? He's from like Forest, Mississippi, dude. God bless us, everyone. God bless us. I, I can't. That was not a Tim. That was a terrible Tim. Yeah, it's actually Tim doesn't sound anything. No, not in the slightest. I don't think either one of us could. Well, I tell you what, man. These are some great, great recommendations and uh, for for stocking your stuffing this year. And you know, people like recommendations. Stocking your stuffing, yes. Stuffing your stocking. <laughs> What I stock your stuffing all the time. Yeah, I love stuffing. Oh, look, that, that cornbread oyster dressing, you got to stock it up. That's for sure. Make sure it's around for next year. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you what, man, people do love recommendations. And uh, not only do they like tobacco recommendations, they like book recommendations as well. Absolutely. Even audiobooks, bro. Dude, and I tell you what, man, why don't you recommend a fine book for the folks at home right now? Foundation by Isaac Asimov. Oh. Is that on our friends at Audible? Well, I tell you what, if it's not, it should be. If it's not, it should be. The best way to find out is by going to audibletrial.com slash CSR and getting yourself a free trial and, in fact, a free audiobook. Tell us a little bit about Foundation. If you're a fan of science fiction, particularly classic science fiction, uh, Isaac Asimov is one of those writers that will just come to your come to your mind pretty automatically. He, um, of course, even has a, 
uh, science uh, science fiction monthly thing that comes out with his name on it. Of course, he's been deceased for years, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, it's one of these things that where in this kind of periodical, a lot of young science fiction writers get their start just by writing short stories and uh, things like that, but some poetry. But uh, Asimov, uh, of course, one of the greats in science fiction, uh, wrote the Foundation series years and years and years ago, and uh, yeah, it's just a, kind of an interesting uh, take on you know galactic expansion and falls of empires and uh moving through dark ages but but not space dark ages space dark ages that's right right so don't don't think of like you know castles and black plague think of like oh we don't know how to fix our you know nuclear warp drive (laughs) (laughs) we need a hyperdrive we need it yeah someone bring the old hyperdrive steam Uh, engine hyperdrive yeah so anyway uh (laughs) really good just uh, a fun read and uh, and and several books in a row, so uh, you know it's something you can look forward to. But uh, yeah, if it's on Audible, and it should be, uh, <laughs> then then we highly recommend you to get it. it. Helps uh support Audible and helps you support the show. Absolutely. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Pipe Question of the Week. Right. Pipe question of the week this week is brought to us by Lane BCA. Ow! Now, last week we uh, mentioned BCA and there was some question as to what the name stands for. However, there really is no question at all. So, the, the que- in other words, the question has an answer. Yes. Black Cavendish. Of course. Because if you're smoking Lane BCA, the first thing you should pick up on that is Cavendish. Black Cavendish. That's right. right. <laughs> uh, BCA is an excellent Black Cavendish. It's one of those that uh, is so versatile. And like we mentioned before, you can smoke it by itself and it works wonderful, uh, wonderfully as a blender. And so, uh, yeah, try Lane BCA. It's something that uh, if you want, if you're looking for a mellow sweetness, uh, something that is uh, easy on your tongue, kind to your mouth and uh, and also nice to your companions. Uh, it is the tobacco for you. Yeah, look, nice to your companions is a, a big deal. We were talking about it earlier tonight that at, at a cigar and pipe shop, you might as well just go ahead and sell some uh, cologne just in case they don't pick up the lame BC. Not a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff. We appreciate them for sponsoring this segment. And now to your pipe question this week, which comes to us. It's actually the second part of a question that was sent to us last week. You know, yeah, we mentioned yeah. the one from uh, Parker Brunson. Mm-hmm. This week he asks, how do... How do you recommend maintaining the cake level down to 1.5 millimeters? I just want to keep my pipe in tip-top shape for the long run so I can pass them down to my kids one day. Thank you both for all that you've done for pipe smokers across the world. The show is a big part of my week, and I have learned so much. God bless, Parker Brunson. Yeah, what a great question, Parker, and thanks for chiming in. Uh, We're we're glad uh, you've let us be a part of your life, uh, as with everyone else. But um, yeah, you know, building cake is kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> sorry. 
<laughs> so lame. <laughs> you know, you you have a variety of pipes, right? So like in the in the uh, ideal situation, you've got you know several pipes, and you're constantly rotating them and constantly. Uh, smoking this one and switching to that one and then revisiting one way down the road. Uh, you know, the problem that most of us fall into is that we buy all these pipes and then we wind up picking two or three that we really, 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 really like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so those tend to get a little cake on them that uh, maybe the other ones don't. Um, the main thing you can do to help build, build, you know, help build healthy cake in your pipe, uh, smoke, smoke it, you know, consistently to the bottom uh, but, you know, use a pipe cleaner after each, after each bowl. And this is something, you know, it's very common sense. A lot of people don't do it, but just turn your pipe cleaner into you, uh, and just swab out the inside of your bowl. I think it's really easy, uh, and tends to remove any loose debris that, uh, you know, that's just not desirable to be there. Let's say you build your cake over 1.5 millimeters. You know, they always say that's kind of the ideal, uh, you know, thickness of cake, uh, you know, that that's time, you you know, over that, you probably want to carefully start reaming your pipe a little bit. Um, you know, to be honest with you, a lot of folks just use a check tool, the three-way pipe tool, you know, that we, that are, is kind of ubiquitous a everywhere. check tool. Uh, it's a check tool. Uh, it's named after uh, Czech, the Czech Republic, which is, uh, which it's made in. Is that right? That's right. Okay. I literally thought it just meant to check something. I didn't know that there was a connection. No, you could check something with your check tool. Well, that makes sense. But it's like, it's actually check. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you read it, you'd say CZEC because that's what it looks like. All right. 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 That, that, that kind of check. But yeah, uh, you know, your the spoon on your check tool does wonders. Uh, some people will very, very gently use a pocket knife. Uh, your safest bet is, uh, is very gently going into your pipe, uh, cake with a reamer. Um, and, and that's something you want to do when your pipe is uh, very cool, uh, hasn't been smoked in a while, um, and you want to just gently kind of go around. I think that's, you know, all this is very obvious, uh, you know, answers to, you know, a very good question, but uh, it's something that, you know, you'll want to sparingly do. I always venture, I always lean towards the side of not reaming if, mm. if you're unsure uh, if you need to ream your pipe or not. Uh, reaming is hard on a pipe like it you know it really is good briar can take it particularly if it's been uh you know cared for well over the years but um you know your best bet in my opinion as you're smoking your pipe uh you know just continually clean it out after each smoke um and once you get to you know your preferred cake level uh you know occasionally give it a little ream uh maybe scrape a little bit out with the the spoon on your check tool or maybe very gently with a pocket knife um, and kind of go from there. But uh, that's what I do. Reaming too often, almost like taking one step forward, two steps back. It is. I, you know, I, I, I kind of cringe a little bit when people pull out reamers or they'll bring in mm-hmm. like a, a pipe that they bought three months ago and they're, they'll bring it, bring it in and be like, Hey, ream, ream this pipe for me. And I'm like, oh. you know, I'm not going to ream that pipe. You know, I, I, that, that pipe, you know, needs some age on it, needs a little, a little more cake. So, uh, you know, reaming is always kind of a last uh, measure uh, thing. It's a in, nuclear option in my book, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's obviously there's times you have to do it, and you know, particularly for really old pipes that have just built tons and tons of cake, um, you know. But uh, you know, it is an option. Well, I got to say too that when uh, when I before show as we were kind of reviewing the show notes, uh, uh, our studio audience, a member of our studio audience here, actually said when I said, you know, how do you keep it at 1.5 millimeters? Yeah, he, he laughed. He said laser well, <laughs> you know, like, uh, yeah you know i mean like it's it's the ideal but it's not it's it's not necessarily don't get too hung up on getting the exact measurement absolutely yeah. I, and I, we've talked about that a lot i think pipe smokers get really caught 
in the minutia of it all. They can't, you know, sure. and, and that's as, as a tobacconist and, and, you know, I think the spirit of our show and certainly of the country squire is that, you know, we don't want all the overwhelming minutia to keep people from smoking a pipe. Right. And so, um, you know, if, if that's something you get caught up in, uh, man, just, you know, figure out the easiest way to get some of that cake out of your bowl and just keep smoking it, you know, but, you know, if this is a very meaningful pipe to you, you want to take good care of it, um, be sure to swab it out after every smoke. You know, occasionally you might want to clean it with uh, some type of solution or your favorite bourbon or whiskey, uh, Everclear, if you don't want to leave any, uh, you know, any, any taste in it, uh, you know, go to your local uh, moonshine uh, guy behind the uh, behind the uh, right. five, behind the totesome store, right? And uh, and 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 get your favorite grain alcohol, but uh, you know <laughs> something like that. I think will keep it good. And and then you know if you have to uh, start reaming it a little bit. Well, excellent question, Parker. Thank you so much for sending that in. And hey, if you've got a pipe question of the week, you can send it in CSR at Pottery dot com. Quick fire with the squire. Quick fire questions. Bring it. All right. So we mentioned, I think last week, if not the week before, Morton Sandevi sent in like a plethora. Yeah. Like a whole mess up. JD, do you know what a plethora is? Is it related to a gaggle? No, it's it's or a Three Amigos reference that I was trying to go for. Have you have you seen Three Amigos? No, dude, pop culture. This is like no, no. This is your movie, kind of pop culture. This is stuff? pop culture from decades ago. I don't. Uh, I'm, Okay. I got nothing. Some of you out there heard me make that plethora reference and you were laughing. Please validate me by letting me know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, anyway, of, of this, he says, hard book or paperback? I'm going to surprise you here and go paperback. Really? Yeah. I, I like, I, I'm hard on my books. You know, some people like to collect these books and like to have a bunch of them and they want to take really good care of them. And mm-hmm. I've had friends that refuse to, you know, fold page corners and uh, you know, all this kind of stuff, not writing your books and like, man, if I, if, if I read a book, you know, I, you, you're, you're going to know I You've read left it. your mark. Yeah. I mean, there's like <laughs> bite marks and stuff on it. Yeah. I mean, it's bad. Coffee stains is bad. Right. Um, I, and paperbacks are more versatile to me. So I can, you know, I just don't have to worry about you them as bend much. bend it back. Bend it, bend it over. It's just easier to read, you know, if you're, you know, laying down or something like that. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I got to go with paperback. Yeah. And it's cheaper. That, see, that's the big thing for me. I, it, it's interesting because uh, I have a very specific answer if it's like a graphic novel, which is a collected comic book. By yeah, the way. yeah. Uh, if it's a graphic right. novel, then uh, definitely paperback. I never like the hardcover for the, the graphic novel just because, you know, the images get stuck in the middle and you can't see the full thing. Um, but for books, gosh, digital? Digital. <laughs> I mean, honestly. Golly. Look, I'm reading. I've no, got that's a, fair. I've that's got fair. a couple of books that I pull from, but I, I really don't have a preference between uh, hard and paperback. If, if, if I had a preference, it'd be digital. Uh, London or Paris? London. I, I have to go with London. I'm an Anglophile. You right, know, right, right. I, I love all this, you know, British history stuff. It's, you know, a lot of our, you know, where America comes from and all that. I just eat that stuff up. So, okay. I, yeah, I mean, of course, you know, I, I got to go with London. But, I, but no, I mean, I love Paris, too. Have you been to Paris? I went one time, yeah, okay. and it, it was beautiful. Very lovely city. I've not been to either, but I hope to go to London uh, next year, possibly. It, you know, if your last name's York, you got to get to yeah. England at some point. Yeah, oh, I plan to visit like the university and everything, and um, that's that's my goal. Yeah. Uh, all right, this one I love: Winnie the Pooh or Piglet? Mm. Now I know you're not into pop culture, John David, but Winnie the Pooh is a child children's book character. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with Winnie the Pooh, I, and I think primarily because he loves honey. Think, 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 think. I'm just a little black rain cloud hovering <laughs> over the honey tree. 
Everyone knows how to rain. <laughs> Make it stop. <laughs> hey, you got to remember, I'm like living this life right now. Where no, we that's great. All, yeah, all I mean, you're you're yeah you're you know neck deep in all this uh, kid stuff. I'm gonna go with Winnie the Pooh. I I love Piglet because I mean Piglet, yeah. but it, my dad had a Winnie the Pooh toy that was passed down to me that I then passed mm-hmm. down to my daughter, and so for that reason, that's really nice. I know, isn't it? Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Winnie the Pooh. Uh, hipster or yuppie? Um. Hipster. Uh-huh. All right. Me as well. James Bond or Jason Bourne? We've done this one before, I think. I don't think so. Have we not? Uh, I'm going to go with Bond. Depends on the Bond. I'm going to go with Bond. Yeah, I mean, it depends on the Bond, right? But yeah. I don't know. Jason Bourne is awesome. I mean, we can say a lot of good things about Jason Bourne, but the the classic... Uh, level that Bond has, I think I, I yeah. would have to lean in that direction. There's a timeless... I mean, like, honestly, if you put them up in a fight against each other, Jason Bourne has taken Bond down. I don't think either of them smoke pipes, but <laughs> I, don't you think Don't you think Bond would oh. probably be more likely to smoke a pipe? Again, it depends I mean, on the Bond, but yes. Right. Yeah, yes. I mean, it depends on the Bond. Yeah. yeah. O- overall, I think you're right. So, uh, for that reason, I guess you got to give it to Bond, but like I said, if it was a fight, you know Jason Bourne would take him. Yeah. Yeah. So, there you go. All right, excellent. Quick Bond would question. get the girl, but Jason Bourne would definitely take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason, I mean, right? Let's be honest about it. Jason had the girl option several times, but didn't know, didn't know what to do with it. <laughs> He's know? like, oh, I'm just going to put that back. It's like, I, this is, this is uh, uh, I don't remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great question. Of course, we've got several more. Hey, by the way, we've. I think I might bump next week up. Some questions that we got this last past week. Yeah, our good friend uh, Brian Levine sent some in, and I'm and not. E- we'll, we'll come back to Morton's after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the ones that he sent in, I don't want to spoil it. It's so good. So anyway, you'll tune in next week for this. Your thoughts, your comments, listener feedback. All right, listener feedback sent in to us. Um, before we get into the, the traditional listener feedback, I got to tell you, man, we got a picture sent in to us over on Facebook from uh, this is really great. Michael Ayers. Yeah. And uh, this it was a picture of a giant Country Squire trailer. Yeah, it's a it's a camper. It's right? a camper. It's like yeah, an yeah, RV, yeah. like an RV. Our RV says Country Squire right there on the top of yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously from uh, maybe the early 70s i don't know i mean i mean and 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 the logo that that is written i guess the brand was maybe country squire or maybe they maybe they called this edition of this particular dodge it has to be attached to that because there was the country squire wagon right yeah we saw the we saw the station wagon with the wood panels on the sides that was called country squire uh this is a this is an rv that's titled country squire maybe the owner oh my gosh there's a cs on the door i'm just noticing that yeah there is so i and, and you know what's funny i think to me the biggest thing is that this uh this logo the country squire script is just eerily close to Extremely. how how we write the country <laughs> squire in kind of our vintage uh way here yeah. at the shop and yeah, so yeah. uh yeah and and i believe uh did he say that they found that in claremore so Oklahoma? Th- this is so what right. he writes in he says i found the tour bus for yeah. taking the show on the road it's terrifying might be as old as the shop itself my friend's neighbor in claymore oklahoma yeah and actually that's where claremore, my grandfather that's where my grandmother was born if i'm uh, correct that is the home of will rogers which maybe, is kind of cool. maybe even born in that uh in that trailer could have been if that trailer was 100 years old. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I kind of feel like we need to like put together a Kickstarter and buy this from uh, his his friend's neighbor. Dude, the mobile do, studio. Do the mobile studio. Mo- mobile command unit. Oh, dude, 
That'd be pretty cool. We got to take the show on we tour. Drive, if, take if, it on the road. If we were to take it on the road, I feel like that's you know, the vehicle. Aerosmith has like a giant bus with like you know luxury accommodations. Country Squire Radio has a you know we could fit we could fit a little mini bar in that. It's got a jalopy <laughs> that you know you got to go kick the tires and like you know if you want to change your radio station, you're out of luck. It's brilliant. <laughs> we will be reposting this picture out on Twitter and Facebook. So if you've not seen it yet, it's fantastic. You definitely will. Uh, also, speaking of Twitter, we got. Uh, at the subcon, Paul over on Twitter says that he won a long smoke competition on Saturday uh, with uh, Golden Days of Yore. Oh, and he won an ounce of Golden Days. Yeah, of he York. won an ounce of it. Yeah, we'll see. And he leaves the time. His long smoke competition time was uh, fifty four minutes forty six seconds. Very good. Yeah, yeah, very good. That's very good. like over double double mine. I think. Yeah, yeah, that's over double. No, mine. it is. That is. That's that's fine. That's and then also uh, good, Bradley good job. Bradley Hock to the Love Doctor. Uh, yeah, uh, Hawker the Love Doctor on Twitter, he says, uh, MacGyver would take out Bond and Bourne at the same time, LOL. MacGyver versus Bourne is actually a good debate worth having that's at some fair. point. That's pretty that's, fair. Don't, I don't know, though. MacGyver versus Bond, sure, give it to MacGyver. All right. MacGyver versus Bourne? I don't know about that one. Let me just say, today, at the Country Squire, if you, if you order from our shop, like you're literally, I mean, you see, right? If you're watching live, you see, like this is a there was a small pipe shop, and we this is you know a mecca for pipes for a lot of people. But like you know, we're a small pipe shop, and a lot of times it's just me here. And like when you order, like like I'm the guy that gets your order, right? Okay, so so today an order came in from Charles Norris, and and there was part of me. There was, there was, Did he round kick, roundhouse kick that order? I'm just the saying, phone? there was there was part of me that just wanted to say, you know what, you win, like you you get it all. Uh-huh. Here's, here's the deed to the shop. Well, there you go. I don't know. It was it was impressive. <laughs> if you're Charles Norris and you ordered today, uh, give me a shout. Yeah, there you go. Um, all right, but don't kill me. <laughs> so Chuck Norris has ordered from the Country Squire. Mm-hmm. We, we, mm-hmm. You can now say that. Uh, put his uh, name on the wall. Uh, yeah, dude, needs to happen. <laughs> On YouTube, we got a comment from last week's episode from Kane Rod Piper, who says, Another great show. I second the request for a Falcon metal shanked pipe show. Uh, If you need to research Falcon history, I highly recommend a book, The Book from the Ashes, or Back from the Ashes, by K.A. Worth. It's a fascinating story. So, uh, you know, as you recall, last week we talked a little bit about somebody wrote in and, and wanted kind of a show focused on metal pipes. Which yeah. Is a great suggestion. Because we've done Meersham, uh, obviously our friends at Meer- Missouri Meersham Corn Cob Pipes and Briar and other other things. But, of course. Uh, yeah, but not uh, not metal pipes. Great, great suggestion. And yep. uh, on iTunes. Uh, iTunes, uh, we've got one from Commissioner uh, with a K, and it's uh, he says, Superb. This is a podcast that both experienced pipe smokers and newbies will enjoy. The hosts have a ton of knowledge about the subject. Man, thank you, brother. Yeah, absolutely. Very great. We love getting this kind of feedback in from you guys. It's so wonderful to get it. It fuels us up in ways you can't even possibly imagine. And hey, if you have not done so it already, really does. <laughs> big time, man. If you haven't done so already, head over to iTunes and write us a review. It's a great thing to do. Um, also, be sure to subscribe to the show. If you're using an Android smartphone device, we encourage you to subscribe to the Satchel Podcast Player. Um, we also want to encourage you to check out our YouTube channel, subscribe to it, and all that good stuff. And before I give out the contact information, there is something I'd like to run by uh, all of you. So, Star Wars is coming. Give, okay. Give me some grace here. All right. Okay. <laughs> Star Wars is coming. We talked about uh, doing kind of a Star Wars, you know, uh, some sort of like online meetup to kind of kick around some ideas for what a, St- a Star Wars blend might be. And we've done Squire Select, where we've paired tobacco with wine, tea, whiskey. Are you really about to do this? I am. What if 
we did an episode where we we watched the movie and it, so Star Wars, but it it could be in like, but we might even just like once a quarter just ask the community like, what movie would you like us to review? And we we watch it. You choose what would be a good smoke to kind of go along with the conversation. We pair the movie with the tobacco. We talk about the tobacco. We also talk about the movie, what we like, what we didn't like. I hate it when Bo springs this stuff on me, like, while we're on live air, because, like, I, I kind of feel obligated now, right? <laughs> I'm curious to know so, what the feedback from the from the group from, Of course you are. From the audience I think is. it's a great idea. Obviously, <laughs> we're going to do that. I, I mean, I, I could see it being like the Mystery Science Theater thing, where the bit. little guys are up front, except you know, and they're like, pipe. except smoking a pipe, and, you know, we could be equally as obnoxious. I don't think that would require us no. to be any different than we no, normally I think it'd just be us. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, you know, my question, though, is what what tobacco... <laughs> I'm just, I just I just visualized the Mystery Science Theater with you, me, and Pappy Joe all smoking Man, pipes. that is dangerous. Could you imagine? Man, if Pappy Joe's interested in that, oh like, that, that's a date. That's a date we could put together, man. Yeah, I could I could see that. Somebody would have to set up the camera behind us and just, I, I don't know. That's, that's yeah, brilliant. Yeah, that, I mean, that's that's fantastic. Uh, you know, we'd have to make sure it's censored for all the right reasons. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, let's, let's think about it. I just, I, I don't know what tobacco I would have to pair with any scene involving Jar Jar Binks. He's not. He's not in the new movies. The JJ does not stand for Jar Jar. We're gonna talk. We're talking. We're talking about the new movie. Talking about we're the not, new. We're not gonna talk about the old. Movies. Not talking about the old. Movies. Okay, I could. I could go with that. I mean, we may reference the old movies, but we don't. How mystery science theater do you want to get? <laughs> I, it depends on how much whiskey you bring. <laughs> that's true. Well, anyway, so that's just a thought. I'd kind of be curious if you if you say nope, don't want to hear you guys ever talk about movies unless there is like a pipe on it. Perfectly fine. We want to hear that feedback. Or if you like, yeah, you know what? If you're smoking pipes, talk about whatever you want to talk about. Love to hear that feedback. But what as is well. the chance that you're not going to reference a movie if it doesn't have a pipe I, on it? I mean, minuscule. That we're going to reference a movie that doesn't have a pipe on it, or that we're going to miss a movie that actually had a pipe in it. I mean, the great thing is the community keeps us so honest, man. We no, get they do. We they get do. all kinds of from television to movies. You know, it's comic books doesn't happen enough because at one point in the early like year, we actually kind of thought about doing a pipes and pop culture segment, reoccurring segment, but it just doesn't happen often enough yeah. to do it. Unfortunately, we need to plant like, you know, plant people in all these, you know, well, different look, industries. we got Basically actors our out own there. Pipe Illuminati. Yeah, dude. We need Ooh. that. Pipe, let's let's pipe. talk about it, but let's talk about that off air. Pipe them do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, hey, uh, if, uh, send us your thoughts, your feedback on all of this. Uh, you can, of course, email us, csr at potisteri.com. Hit us up on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash countrysquireradio. You can follow us on Twitter, at Squire Radio. You can follow me, at the Real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole, and you can get us at the shop at at underscore countrysquire, as well as www.countrysquireonline.com. Hey, a great place to go, too, if you uh, heard these uh, uh, stocking stuffer tobaccos and you want to make sure that your stocking is stuffed up right, oh, yeah. head over to thecountrysquireonline.com. Stocking is stuffed up right. No, I said it right. No, you did it okay, fine. Just it's, sure. just, it's just really odd. <laughs> Dyslexia. It's a fun thing. Uh, of course, all of our contact information, all these links can be found at countrysquireradio.com. Man, this was a fun episode. I had fun, man. Yeah, it was great. Uh, uh, wine tonight is provided by our, our studio audience here. Oh, so right. That was very nice. Cheers. I haven't had some. Uh, well, it, I didn't say it was provided to you. Oh, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a great time. Really getting into the Christmas spirit here, and uh, I hope some of these tobacco uh, descriptions and recommendations kind of helped you out if you're thinking about getting one of the Christmas blends. And um, as always, uh, keep the love coming. Absolutely, <laughs> man. Let's go have a night. See you, bro. You've been listening to Country Squire Radio. For more information on this and other shows, please visit Pottery.com. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 